listening to TMZ Movie Crashers. Welcome back to TMZ's Movie Crashers. I'm your host, Fabian Garcia from TMZ. I'm your host, Paige Cotton from 2Fab. And uh, first of all, it's good to be back. Uh, good to have you back. Thanks. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, we usually say this, that it was a very busy week in movie news, that there was a lot of movie news. That actually wasn't really the case, uh, not, at least not up until today. Uh, yeah. up, in, up until today, it was very slow in the movie news world. I mean, it was a holiday um, weekend. It makes sense. But like, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. total like 180 from what we've been getting. Usually yeah. like, we're inundated with content. And then it was just like, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> True. Yes. But uh, there, today, sure enough, a ton of stuff came out. So let me quickly address what we're not going to talk about. Yes. Uh, we're not going to talk about Viola Davis, the trailer for her new movie, oh. which I think mm-hmm. is called uh, The Woman King or something like that. Right. Yeah, that's correct. The, the woman king where she plays some kind of like African tribal leader of like all women warriors or something. Uh, the trailer for Amsterdam uh, also came out today, which is stacked the cast stacked cast. That's the one with Christian Bale, Chris Rock, um, John David Washington and Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Also, Taylor Swift making her I think her first dramatic appearance in a movie. Um, and this is the direct cats. Come on. Yeah, no, that doesn't count. Um, (laughs) but this is the, uh, latest offering from, I think, is it McKay or no, no. What's Uh, the director? Um, David O. Russell. There we go. David O. Russell, who did silver linings playbook, uh, and also American hustle. It's kind of like a whodunit. It's kind of like crime mystery, murder thriller thing. We're not going to talk about that. We're also not going to talk about Tom Hanks. Apparently, Maybe backing the outrage over Tim Allen not being cast. I heard it was a joke. It was a joke. I saw the clip. It's the, all the headlines are being completely taken out of context. Tom Hanks is not outraged. He's totally joking. And yet the headlines are like, oh my God, Tom Hanks calling out Disney for not getting Tim Allen. It's that's not the, that's not the tone he took. Go watch his interview. It's nothing like that. Uh, But yes, we're not going to talk about that either. What else are we not going to talk about? What else came out? Oh, we're also not going to talk about James Cameron. He wants you to apparently oh. take he wants you to take pee breaks for very long movies, one of which is going to be Avatar 2. And this weekend he kind of came out firing at people who might Literally who might who might complain sense. about that. So he preemptively got ahead of the outrage for long movies. The solution to that of course is just bring back intermissions. We're not going to talk about that though. Where we are going to start though is with the big motion picture. And this is all about Minions 2, I guess. Minions 2, the Minions Rise of, of Gru. Yeah, the Rise of Gru, which is the sequel to Minions, which I guess is like a prequel slash spinoff. Of Despicable Me. Despicable like, Me, right. So yeah. here, here's the deal. Gru's origin story. Gru's origin story, correct. This yeah. is when like the character's a little kid, Steve Carell's yeah. voicing the character. The yeah. movie, first of all, I didn't see the movie. I don't watch those stupid ass, I don't watch those stupid ass kid movies. That's not that's not me. That's not what I do. But the movie apparently did very well at the box office this weekend. Very Family, well. Very well. It crushed a 4th of July holiday weekend record. Um, I believe it hit $125 million mm-hmm. roughly uh, in, the, in the domestic box office, yeah. um, surpassing one of the Transformer movies. I don't remember. It's like Dark Side of the Moon or something. Which one is of insane. The, right. It passed the Transformers yeah. movie from like years ago that held the record before that. Now, the new record holder for 4th of July weekend for domestic box office is this Minions sequel, which is nuts. Because first of all, again, like these like silly little kid movies, 
I, I can't get behind them. I, I don't have any kids. I'm not interested in that kind of content at all. But and it's and it's during a pandemic, which I'll we'll talk more about that. We'll yes, that, it, but, during a pandemic. Yeah. So people came out to see this movie in droves. Yes. And yes. even though I was not excited to see it, we have to talk about it. The reason we have to talk about it because there's a viral <laughs> phenomenon that was going on with this movie. Yeah. And of course, we're talking about hashtag gentle minions. And so, insane. so you know what? I, before I even explain or describe it, let's just play a quick little video. One of these TikToks that has gone viral depicting what the hell this is. Let's just take a look to see what, what gentle minions is. So there it is. Essentially what it is, it's teenage boys, mostly either teenage boys or young men in their very early 20s or something. They apparently go out to the theaters with their friends. Everybody's dressed in in like suits, like suited and booted, like they're going to prom or something. They show up in droves. They do the little hand gesture. They they scream and shout at the at the theater when it's playing at the movie when it's playing. Um, and they cause a big fuss, apparently, at least to, at least to some people. I, I don't think and every every single group is doing that, but that's that's kind of the gist of what it is for sure. And just to to emphasize how big this is and how viral. So a variety did an article over the weekend. I think they said it had like five million views on yeah. the, the for the hashtag. I checked today, twenty four point five million views on the hashtag Gentle Minions hashtag on TikTok. Wow. 24.5 million views that's, on these. See, which is insane. Yeah, it's it's nuts. That, but that's the, the, views. It's not like there's actual videos, but just people. Still, like, still that's the a fact. That's a lot of people that's watching. That's a hell of a lot videos. of people. And yes. that, you know, that obviously speaks to the power of TikTok in general. 100%. And just the, the kind of online slash viral world that we live in these days. Exploded. But yeah, but for this trend in particular, look, like on the, on the outset or from the outside of this, like it looks pretty harmless right it's just a bunch of kids going out to the movie they're dressing up no harm in that even though i think that's super lame to be honest um that's just me poo-pooing it but you were cooler than that baby yeah much yeah that's it's just ridiculous but whatever if people want to have fun and get excited to go see a movie fine this just seems like a harmless way to do it but there apparently is some harm in what some of these groups and i don't know if they was here in the u.s or in the uk i was reading different reports of both but apparently like you saw in this video that we just played some of these gentle minions were going into theaters and literally hooting and hollering throughout the whole movie. And, and as if they're like interacting with the movie as if it's some kind of like an opera or something like that. I and, even heard reports that they were throwing things. Yes. And that, you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of, um, you know, the movie, the room, like that very cult classic movie. Do you know what I'm talking about? The room. It's like Tommy, Tommy, what's his name? Tommy Wiseau or something like that. Like, okay. uh, it, it, oh it's, yes, yes. Yeah, it's like yes. it's the, the one, one where that, James that Franco, yeah, disaster about. artist. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I when know that, that is. Okay, yeah. when that movie was first going like viral, pre-viral days, like back in like the two thousands or whatever, when that movie was being screened around LA, it was a thing for people to go with their friends to that movie, and because it was such a joke in and of itself, people would like interact with them. There were there were moments where you like throw spoons at the at the at the screen. It was like a whole. It was a whole thing. And that's kind of what that seems to be kind of what the minions, the gentle minions are doing with this with this movie. And it's it's bothered people. It's interrupted their viewing experience. It's caused a lot of problems. Yes. And theaters, apparently some theaters, they've posted 
like signs outside of the doors and the windows saying, we're not going to let anybody in here mm-hmm. who comes in with a suit or whatever. Like we're, we're banning that. Some theaters have taken viral- the extreme... Yeah, there was a viral tweet from like a of a a, um, a sign outside a theater in the UK that said like if you're dressed up in any kind of formal attire to see Minions: Rise of Gru, like you can't come in. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, for those theaters that are doing that, good, good, yeah. uh, because rowdy people. I don't care what the the event is or what the occasion is. Rowdy people are are. They, they shouldn't be really allowed anywhere. You know what I mean? Especially like, for a kid's film. Yeah. And I, I want to say something too, real quick about kids and theaters these days. Cause like, I, you know, these are teenagers slash young. Yeah. Whatever. But I consider oh, it's all falls under the, to me, the umbrella in the category of just kids, kids okay. are, kids are actually out of hand at theaters. Well, I went to go see Jurassic world, uh, the new one in theaters. And I, I saw it in my hometown in Sacramento. I was, I was up there at the time. And I saw it and there was a ton of, there was like a whole row next to me of like teenagers, like young teenagers, like 12, 13 year olds. And um, they were talking and chatty throughout the entire movie, like, like uh, obnoxiously. So And at one point there was, there was no adults with them, no supervision. So eventually I had to kind of peer over at one of them. who was like right next to me, like the adults, like, uh, hey man, yeah, stare him down. I was like, Hey dude, like, I was like, Hey, do you you mind? Like, yeah. And, and then he looks at me, he goes, Oh guys, 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 shut up. Like, but it's just, so, that's, how, that's how like tone deaf and like, I don't know if they're just not self-aware, but like this generation of movie goers, this is not a good sign for them. I got to say like this gentle minions thing, even though again, it seems kind of innocent and like whatever on the outside, it's maybe it's a little more sinister. I, I think it kind of speaks to just like the bad etiquette that these kids tend to have these days. Kids are bad. Kids di- kids aren't getting disciplined anymore. Not that I'm like in, in advocating for, well, that's a different conversation, but ki- <laughs> kids are out of hand these days. That's my general opinion. Kids are fucking out of hand. Sorry, I shouldn't cuss, but they are. They're out of hand. No, and they need I mean, to- I... I mean, again, we could go into this in a different, uh, even more in depth at a different time. <laughs> um, but uh, I get what you're saying because I feel like, and I don't know if... I know that the whole Gen Z and I believe some teenagers are probably under, I don't know what's under Gen Z. What's the younger, what's what they're, what they're called, but yeah, I don't know either. Um, but I feel like, you know, as millennials, we are both millennials, <laughs> yep. but I feel like, I don't know about you specifically, but when we went to the movies, it was like, like we'd run as a group, but it was like, we got excited. We waited in line. We got our seats. We got yes. our snacks. Like it was like, and if, in, if like, and I hated when, people talked like if somebody would have talked they'd be like put your phone away yeah. we're not talking and i and i i just feel like we were just raised going to the movies differently and now obviously we didn't have streaming we didn't have right. this kind of same experience so maybe just they just don't have this is gonna make me sound like an old lady but they don't have the respect for the movie theater i don't think they do and I, that freaking pisses me off because okay and i'm yeah, just gonna say one thing to say is movie tickets aren't cheap no at all anymore i mean there's like nope. this one thing from my house that's like eight dollars and there's like discount days and stuff but like sometimes if you want to see it in like xd and you get popcorn by the time you like it's like 20 bucks so or, if I'm perhaps, gonna spend, or more perhaps or more yeah. especially yeah. if you get like now you they have a lot of a lot of um theaters have alcohol and stuff yep. so like if you're going and i'm paying this much and there's kids on their phone if there's kids talking i'm gonna be pissed yeah for sure and that's kind of what i'm saying it's like and i totally agree with that like it's just a different generation they're 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 seeing movies differently now maybe they're used to like being streaming movies at home and talking and whatever and they and they maybe that 
translates to how they behave in a public theater where I, I agree when I was a kid, I mean like, yeah, I would get excited about going to the movies. Yeah. I'd be chatty outside in the lobby and stuff like that. But once you're in the movie, as far as I can remember, I was always respectful of the actual movie. Cause like, in, in, you know, when people scream together, that's different. Like reacting, oh, yeah, that's reacting, different. reacting together as an audience is different than having side conversations or like, or like cheering together. You just, you and your group, like cheering. Cause like, that's the thing too. Like the, the people that went to go see this movie minions, uh, minions Two, whatever was either apparently teenage boys and or just regular families and the regular families I imagine are probably pretty upset because like these are like little kids that want to go see it and stuff like that. The only yeah. thing the only thing I'll say maybe a little bit in defense of these obnoxious teenagers. Oh, yeah, because I do. I do have an opposing thing. To yeah, I was just going to so, say maybe you're, maybe you're going to make the same point. It's like, look, the Minions slash Despicable Me saga uh, or era, I should say, has spanned multiple years now like the, the these despicable me movies got started like what maybe a decade ago at this point if not, if not longer came out in 2010 despicable there we go that's what i'm saying so over, over a decade ago this is when the the series got started and that's when these teenagers slash like young 20 somethings uh were like children themselves so they've been yeah. kind of following along the whole time and minions one came out in 2015 despicable me three came out in 2017 so it's been like five to seven years since these, these, the last pair of these movies came out. So yeah, it's like a, it, I get it. It's like a, it's an event. It's like, you're trying to make a funny thing out of it, especially now that TikTok is popular. And this is just like a, this is, this is perfect fodder for like some stupid TikTok trend. So I get 100%. it. Like I can understand why the teenagers jumped on it, whatever they're, they're excited. I'm not trying to poo poo their good time. <laughs> well, the, the moment you start infringing on other people's good time as well, that's a problem. And it's just, it's yeah. crazy to me that like some of these kids apparently don't seem to acknowledge that or recognize that. But again, with that said, I get it. They were kids. Now they're older. They kind of want to close the loop and whatever, but just shut up, like shut up if you're in the theater. Like that's all I have to say about that. But anyway, what were you going to say? I actually was going to say something a little different. So I agree with what you're saying. Cause that's a good point. Cause it, it you know, we don't know if it, it was just for the TikTok or they actually had an interest to see the movie and it was right. Maybe it's a little bit of both. Right. Maybe right, it's right, a little right. bit of both. Or maybe some people in the group actually wanted to see it. And some people were just doing it for the TikTok. You don't right, know. Right. Um, but I, I thought first I like when I was like preparing for today and, and, you know, thinking about what I my about my takes on everything. And, you know, I totally at first was just like as a moviegoer, I would hate this. I'd be so annoyed. Kind of what we were saying, but then I really thought about, the box office, how it broke the record for July 4th. Yeah. And I thought as a movie, so as a movie goer, like if I was there, I would be annoyed and yeah. I would be, I'd be like, oh God, especially if I had a kid. Again, I don't have any kids, but especially if I had a kid and brought my kid there and there were these teenagers who know what they, if they were saying, what they were yelling, right. you know, but as a movie lover, I kind of have a different point of view on this because during the pandemic, seeing so many theaters close temporarily and then close some of them close permanently yeah which was heartbreaking right like anytime i see a theater like thank you for the years like i saw one a couple months ago and it like broke my heart yeah that the, stuff was hard. The, the, the landmark out here in la recently closed over on pico oh God, i know but that yeah. cinerama is coming i think cinerama that one's oh, coming back that's which cool. is great yeah um which is awesome um but yeah seeing that stuff was just especially some of these like theaters that are like rooted in the, the a city's history like the landmark you know yeah so that said recently and i say recently in the past couple of months this year i would just say this year 
when we when films are starting to break records and people are going back to the movies mm. and you see all these records being broken like highest you know weekend since you know 2019 and yeah. you know longest is, opening weekend biggest which Thursday, has been whatever. which has been happening lately yeah yeah exactly right like more and more i think it was last week the week before there was like four films that earned over a certain amount it was like elvis top gun like four, and i was like that's awesome like right, when it just right. it just makes me it warms my heart it makes me so happy mm. so Despite this gentleman's thing, I feel like I can't be I'm being we're being critical of it. However, they still went to the movies. They yeah. still bought a ticket. They still broke this box office office record. Right. Uh, and and so I can't be so mad. I have to take some like pleasure in that that right. they contributed to this box office record. Totally. Even, I, I don't like to admit that, but it just, I have to think about it that way because it's no, like no, no, overall, I, overall, when it comes to theaters, it is helpful. Yeah, I agree. It's, it sounds like you're saying that the good outweighs the bad in this situation. Yeah. And I agree. It's true. Like they, the fact that they went in and of itself seems to be kind of saving slash helping theaters. So yeah. maybe it's like uh, the greater good or something. I, I see what like you're the, saying. The, oh, yeah, the big yeah. picture. The yeah, big yeah, yeah, yeah. The big, big motion picture. picture right, big motion right, right, picture. Right. I feel like <laughs> it is a good thing, but like... Totally. Wish it didn't happen. I wish it was just them going to the movies, not right. if, doing if all just, this shit. If it was just them going to the movies... That would have been the perfect scenario. Totally. Yeah. It would have been a very heartfelt story and frankly, one that we would not have talked about. I'm glad... The con- <laughs> we're only talking about this because of the controversy. Let's just be honest. But uh, Totally. But yeah, I, I hear you. Like it's it's yeah. good that they went to the theaters. How to point that out for the, just, for the rowdy kids who are talking too much and yelling. They need to just shh. Sh- sh- anyway, um, <laughs> with that, we'll go ahead and move on to our next segment, uh, casting a light. And this one's kind of a this one's kind of a big story. Um, and it's been yeah. it, frankly, it's been years sort of in the making of flirting with this idea. And now, yeah. Taryn Egerton. Is that, am I pronouncing it correct? It's Edgerton. I actually looked it is up. Is it Edgerton? It's Edgerton. I looked God, it up. That's even more annoying. Edgerton? Oh, my God. <laughs> Egerton is fine, but like, Edger- anyway, Taryn Edgerton um, seems to be kind of confirming, yes, that he's down to play Wolverine next uh, in succession to Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's kind of playing coy and he's been playing coy for a long time now. Um, dating, Which I like, didn't know about, by the way. I didn't. Yeah, this, was this has been a rumor, I guess, or like a, a fan, a fan thing casting, for, a, for yeah. yeah, fan casting for years now. And mm-hmm. he's been asked about it before, but now Taron Edger- Edgerton to the New York Times says, "In fact, let me. I have the. I have the quote here. Let me just pull this up." He says they ask him like, "Oh, like, do you want to play Wolverine?" And he says, "Quote: I don't think it would be wrong to say that. I'd be excited, but I'd be apprehensive as well because Hugh is so associated with the role." that I'd wonder if it'd be very difficult for someone else to do it. And then he kind of does like a nod and a wink sort of thing. And he says, quote, but hopefully if it does come around, they'll give me a shot. And look, I mean, to me, and and essentially what he's saying there is, and I I think there's another quote in there somewhere within this interview where he basically confirms he has been in talk in talks with Marvel executives. He's talked, he's spoken, he's spoken to Marvel about playing Wolverine. That's the headline here. Yeah. So basically, like the New York Times said, he they wrote, he also hopes to succeed Jackman as the next Wolverine and has met with Marvel Studio executives, including the company's president, Kevin Feige. And then he mm. said, I don't think it'd be wrong to say that. So I thought yeah, it was it's, interesting it's, that they that, even brought it up. 
Yeah, it's kind of well. Yeah, I mean, it's the way that whole that that whole thing is laid out is very weird, right? It's like it's like very they pull, bizarre. They pull the quote out, and he goes, "I don't think it'd be wrong to say that." Like, say what? Like, let's can we get the quote of what was asked, and then like, get the quote of the exactly. response? It's so just it's so like, ridiculous. Could be wrong to say that he met with them. That's what I'm saying. It's just it's, or that the, he wants to or that he wants the, to be Wolverine. Yeah, the way it's written, I think, is purposely meant to be ambiguous. Of course, but I I think like what most everyone is running with, and the takeaway from this is that. He's met with Kevin Feige and he's met with Marvel and that the, the possibility of playing Wolverine seems to actually be in play. It seems yeah. to actually be like something that is being discussed and kicked around a little bit. And like he's over here trying to be all Mr. Bashful. Like, well, you know, I mean, it'd be so hard to follow up Hugh and stuff like that. But hey, if they call me, I guess I wouldn't say no. That's kind of what he's saying. It's just so like, God damn. I, I, first of all, I want to say something. It would be a terrible decision to cast uh, Taryn in this role because one, I just don't think he like looks the part. Like he, he to me, doesn't look the part that said that like objectively, yes, he's like shorter. He's like five, nine Wolverine traditionally in the comics is also a shorter buffer character. He's just, I don't know. Like, unless you're going to do a young Wolverine, like Hugh Jackman looks like a grown man. That's what Wolverine is. He's a grown ass buff, like, you know, man, like with like a beard and like chest hair and like, and Taryn Egerton to me, Frankly, he looks like a child. He looks like a little kid. And even when he was playing Elton John in the biopic, which is okay, even with all the hair and the makeup that they did on him, making him look bald and stuff, I thought he looked too young for that too. He looks like a child. I just, he doesn't have like a, he's got too much of a boyish charm about him that I just don't think is a good fit. Plus, I don't like his whole like little like, like, I don't know. I just don't like his personality in general, but that's just me. I'm, I'm picky. I don't, I don't think he's very, whatever. That's different. His personality is, his personality is different, but he just doesn't look the part for me. And it's, it's sort of disheartening to me, at least to hear that one, they're talking about it. And two, more, more than likely, I think they're going to cast him. They're probably going to cast him for the role, which sucks. Like he's undeserving of it. I don't know. What, am I crazy? Or what do you think? Okay, so I have like several thoughts on this. So first of all, I think I need to mention uh, full disclosure. I, you know, I've said several times on this podcast that I'm a bandwagon Marvel fan, like, you know, um, but I have never I've only seen like I haven't seen all of the X-Men films. I think I've seen two, including Logan, but I know right. enough about Wolverine, enough about the character, like like you were saying, you know, manly, you know, has to be buff and, you know, have all those those characteristics. You know, I've right. seen I've, that's again, I've seen Logan. So that's like that's enough, um, you know. I also didn't know. The other thing is, I also didn't know that there were casting rumors about him in the past. Oh yes! Oh my god! And we I actually forgot. have a clip. Yes, that's. A, thank you yeah. for bringing that up. Let's let's yeah. actually throw to that clip. This is an interview with Yahoo Entertainment from a couple years ago. Twenty nineteen, I believe. Twenty nineteen of of Aaron Adr- uh, Taryn addressing these Wolverine rumors back then. I gotta ask you about these rumors circulating around Hollywood. I know you must have heard these by now that you're gonna be the next Wolverine. Is there a morsel of truth? Where, where did these come from? Would I you think, say anything about it? Uh, it? It's unfounded. The only morsel of truth to it is that I'm a huge fan of the films, like 99.9% of the rest of the world. Um, and uh, that's that's kind of all there is to it, really. So yeah, there's, there's Taryn and kind of what I was saying earlier, him kind of being coy and like, well, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of them that he's doing the same shit there too. So he's continuing with this same little routine that he has of like Mr. Bashful, Mr. Like, well, I don't, you know, I'm not, des- Oh, I just can't stand this guy, but please. Anyway, thank you for tossing that clip. We almost of lost course. over it, but go of on course. with your point. Continue with your point, so, please. Yeah. Okay. So 
I agree with you in that I don't really see it. I mean, I have only seen Taron in Rocket Man. I think that's the only film I've seen him in. Yeah. And I liked Rocket Man. Was the best biopic? No. But um And I, I should mention real quick too, sorry to interrupt, but he he has his bone he has some bona fides. He has he's got a bit Kingsman, of a resident. Yeah, right? Kingsman. He was in those. Robin Hood. So he's got some like movies yeah. where you can play like a little bit of a hero type character. So I guess in that res- in that respect, yeah. But like anyway, I just want to mention that he's got some other movies under his belt where sure. he, he plays like an action hero of sorts. Yeah, and that's why I just had to mention that I haven't really seen him in other stuff. But obviously, I, right. I even just from Rocketman, I could tell that he has talent. Like he definitely has acting chops. And you're right; he's been in the other action flicks where he's played a hero and he's done that sort of thing. But mm. and you know, I think I when I think of like I said, physically, I feel like I don't really see it. But then I think I go on back what I've said several times, where I say that I often get annoyed when people when it comes to a biopic or when it comes. No, just bring a biopic or when it comes to a comic book character, any character, when we know what like the original looks like, I guess, you know, yeah, for yeah, yeah. A, as a comic book or, and you know, for biopic, it's the real person, that sort of thing. And people are often like, they don't look like them. I don't look like them. This actor would have been better. Right. I often get annoyed because it's like, okay, I, I don't know why I often get like defensive of the casting. I don't even know like, anything about casting, but I often get defensive because I think, well, like, you and then because you, you had even with like I bring up Elvis as an example, people are like, Oh my god, Asabella doesn't look like Elvis. Da, 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 da. Okay, right. they can do so much with special effects, with makeup and hair, and especially mm. for even just Wolverine. Think of Wolverine. Hugh Jackman is very, you know, he's a happy, like very like charming, almost like like you know, very sweet demeanor, and then yeah. he's Wolverine. You know what I mean? Right. That said, I feel like you have to have a little bit at least to be the character. Do you get what I'm saying in that sense? A little bit like of what? I feel, a little bit what? Like you need, like, while I think they can do a lot to make the actor look like the character, hmm. you still have to have like, you know, an, basics. Like an essence or something. Yeah. yeah. And, and the essence ultimately, that's like, you know, with the, act, the actor and acting comes to play. But when it comes to like looks wise and stuff, you I have agree. To have yeah, you, have to have a, a you have a taste of the looks. I get exactly. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so right. I don't really see like any of that in him. Yeah. And that's the thing. So I like- had, so I had to mention that. And then, but again, like I say that now, but then like, who knows if they like can do some like movie magic. And then I'll be like, well, that's why I feel like I had to just, I have to just cast some doubt on my criticism, if that makes sense. Just no, I so get like, it. Yeah, because I mean, like, look, but, like, let's just say they choose him. He gets yeah. super beefed out, like, in buff or whatever and works out. And he do, they do something with his hair and he grows a beard or something or they whatever. And then all of a sudden, he, like, poses in the costume and maybe he does look like Wolverine more. You know what I mean? So, like, it's sure. Like, he can, I suppose. I Exactly. It, is what I'm Hollywood say, can make anybody look like anybody. You know what I mean? And, no, like, exactly. And I think that yeah. people often forget that. However... This all said, I still think that they could find someone better. Yeah, I agree. And like, and I'm, and I'm confident. Like, I mean, Kevin Feige knows what he's doing. I know you're not a big Marvel fan, but Kevin Feige knows what he's doing. So I feel like, he well, wouldn't, like, lately that's been in question with well, four. But anyway, true. that's that is true. But when it comes right. to like, when it comes to casting, I mean, obviously they yeah. haven't really done anything with X Men yet. So right, right. maybe he doesn't know what he's doing with X Men. Right. But one thing that I did want to point out. um, that I think is a little odd about this. I mean, you said, you said the way it was addressed was kind of weird. Um, but I think it's weird because I feel like one thing that Marvel is known for 
is their secrecy when it comes mm. to rumors and casting. Like a lot of there's rumors often, you know, like a lot of stuff, you know, think of like Spider-Man No Way Home, like that stuff came out. But like Andrew Garfield, for example, he he lied the entire time until that film yeah. came out. He lied. And I think this if if Taryn has really spoken with Kevin Feige about Wolverine, mm. I think it's that I don't think it's a good look for him to be talking about it at all. I agree. It's, because you're, I feel you're right. like he hasn't even been cast yet. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, thing, not like, good. that's not a good look for him. But again, obviously, I'm, I'm assuming he got some. I don't know. I feel like it obviously hasn't signed an NDA, I'm assuming. But right. the fact that he even like grinned or like alluded to it, I think that's like kind of risky. It is. And like it, it, it's weird because it's like one of two things. It's like one, either Kevin Feige's on the same page and told him, hey, dude, kind of start doing go. some nods, go do some yeah. nods and some winks, start planting the seeds for this. But considering his MO thus far, meaning Kevin Feige and how secretive he is and how serious he takes leaks and how serious he takes casting decisions. You're right. Like he's been a he's been like an ironclad clamp lately. He doesn't he he usually he usually avoids that that type of uh, strategy. Right. One hundred percent. So you're right with that in mind. That's why I want to. It kind of makes you wonder, like, well, is Taryn just going rogue here? Is he just trying to kind of like say something to put it out there to maybe put pressure on Marvel or something or to create false rumors that aren't actually true? Or you know what I mean? Like it's I'm sure he has met with them a little bit, but like. Maybe it's not as far as far along as he's making it seem here. You know what I mean? Because he's maybe, I, yeah, good. No, and maybe like I mean I didn't go deep into people's like reactions for this actually, which I usually do that. I apologize I didn't do that, but like I from what I see, I don't think there was a lot of people like thrilled with this. I don't think so either. I, I don't. Think and I feel are, like, yeah. and I don't know if maybe he was hoping because you know I you know let's be real, fans do give have a lot more pull these days than they probably should. Yeah, but I think that. I don't know if he was hoping that maybe he'd be fan cast. Yes. Or like, yeah. Like it'd be like some sort of John Krasinski situation. Yeah. Like, like a viral fan cast. I, yeah. did, I I was when the news kind of broke over, like, was it like last Friday going into the weekend? I was kind of monitoring Twitter to see if that would happen because that tends to happen a lot. I didn't yeah. see it. I wasn't seeing Neither did Taren. I. Okay. So yeah, I, was, I wasn't sure I seeing Taryn. No, I wasn't seeing Taryn and Wolverine trending. I saw other, I did. I, if, if Wolverine trends did pop up, it was other people that they wanted. Like, no, not Taryn. Do this guy. Do this guy. Exactly. Okay. It was all these was other like, actors. I don't go deep yeah. No. So I. I so that. he was not. He. You're right. You're right. Like online or at least on Twitter, from what I could see, he was certainly not the fan favorite pick to do this. And and yeah. and it's weird because like no other actor is really coming forth as strongly as he is and speaking on it, and no one else is really being asked about it as much as he is. So. Yeah, I don't know. Daniel I feel Radcliffe's like, the only one that I know that has been slightly asked about it. I know you. Ugh, I told, God, you know, Daniel Radcliffe like, would no. be worse than Taron. Jesus Christ, no. Um, At least he can have a beard. Yeah, I mean, honestly, get Tom Hardy up in there, dude. He's he's kind of Wolverine-y. Like he's small, like and buff, he's, and shit. But I also think I know we're um, running out of time here. But one thing that I want to mention is I, I I feel like we we have obviously have no idea what they're going to be doing with the X Men, and I feel like we have no idea what like, you had mentioned this. What age? True. X-Men, I mean, we, age know, the I, I, gonna be. we know that we know that X Men is going to be introduced eventually because they introduced uh, uh, Professor X in the yeah. in the new Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. So they're they're already laying the groundwork. It's going to happen. Char- yeah, soon. it's going to happen. They're, they're laying the groundwork for new characters like X Men characters, Fantastic Four characters. So it's going to yeah. happen eventually. I just think Taron is not the guy. And I, I agree. We'll, yeah. So we'll leave it at that. 
And with that, we're going to move on to our next segment, the Hollywood Hoedown. Hollywood Hoedown. Hello. Yay. (laughs) Um, And uh, we were going to do James Cameron for this segment, um, him basically telling people, hey, tough shit if you don't like long movies. Uh, Avatar 2 is going to be long. We're not going to do that one. Instead, we got to talk about Barbie, like properly, because I know you guys yes. and we, we've sort of hopscotched around Barbie a little bit. We've like the, mentioned it a lot yeah, here we, and we, there. We, we did the first look when Margaret, when the first photo yeah. set photo of Margaret Robbie popped up and then with Ryan Gosling as Ken. And I think you guys maybe a couple of weeks ago or so, like briefly mentioned something. We mentioned we, it. We, we, we just need else. to yeah. we need to like properly talk about Barbie real quick, because here. so here, here's the new sort of angle that we're kind yeah. of getting in on with this. Uh, Emma K. Mackey. Emma. Okay, oh. there we go. Thank you, Mackey. Emma Mackey. Yeah. Yes, thank you, Emma Mackey. Uh, over the weekend, seemed to have confirmed rumors—not even rumors, like straight up reports. Actually, like reports that what the Barbie movie is essentially going to be is multiple versions of Barbie. It's going to be uh, Margot Robbie. It's going to be Issa Rae. It was gonna, and there's a Simu Liu is going to be like an Asian can, like all this, like there's these different, alter- yeah, different races and Barbie. this and that. Like there's going to yeah. be different iterations of Barbie and Ken apparently mm-hmm. in the movie. That's why this movie is so star-studded because you looked at the cast from the get-go and it was ridiculously packed. Like what are all these like A-list stars doing in this Barbie movie? Like A-listers, at least this many A-listers, do not sign up for a movie like this just to play like cameo roles or supporting roles. That's not what they're there for. They're there to play big roles. So now um, Emma Mackey, who's in the movie as well, kind of seemingly confirmed that. And it's weird the way she sort of did it because she didn't really try to censor herself. And it it seems like the publication she told, which is Empire Magazine, um, might have tried covering for her. So here's the quote. Um, they're asked. They, she's uh, she's quoted in this in a new issue that's coming out for Empire, mm-hmm. and she says that she's talking about filming Barbie and like what the experience has been like. And she says about the cast getting together. She says, "quote Right in the beginning, we had a sleepover for the Barbies, plural, mm-hmm. which would involve playing games with Scott Evans and Nakuti Gatwa." Um, and she's, she goes on to describe, you know, like, I don't play games usually because I get so competitive, but Scott and I were on top of our game, blah, 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 whatever. And then she just goes on to kind of praise Greta Gerwig and how great mm-hmm. of a director she is, yada, yada, whatever. But the, that first line is the key here. That there is a sleepover. Right? We had a sleepover Barbie. for the Plural. Barbies. What? And she named what, what two you guys, saying? too. So basically yeah. saying that there, there's alternate Kens. There's alternate way. Kens. So, yeah. and this this was actually reported by the New York Times, I believe, like, a, a while ago when, like, the first rumblings of Barbie and, like, the cast was getting, like, to put together. I believe it was Kyle. Was it Buchanan, maybe? Uh, yeah, Kyle Buchanan of the New York Times. He's a, he's a, yeah. he's a film editor, film reporter. He reported... That Issa Rae and all these all these stars, like you know, we're going to be playing different versions of Barbie. So at the time, it was like a report slash rumor. But now Emma Mackey, and I don't know if she did this unwittingly, but like she leaked it out. Like she kind of confirmed the leak, and I don't know why she did that. Because like now, and here's the thing: like what this sort of gets to. Uh, first of all, I, whether this is actually a good idea for a plot having different versions of Barbie, yada. We could talk. I'll just quickly say, I mean, we'll get to it because I have a, I want to make a larger point about what I think about the Barbie leaks and just kind of what's happening with Barbie. But like, yeah, on the, on that issue, look, it's not that big of a deal. I know that there are different Barbies these days or they're trying to do representation. They're introducing all these different types of Barbies. 
that's all good and great. But I got to be honest for the Barbie movie. And it's like the supposed to be the quintessential Barbie movie, right? Barbie has always just been a white lady. Like it's a white lady as a doll. Like that's what it is. And like, I'm not mad that there's like all these different versions of Barbies, but like it kind of waters down the brand in my opinion, a little bit. And I know that's maybe that's controversial, but I just think no, it does. I get, what, I get what you're saying. It waters it down. I get what you're saying, but I honestly, I feel like they're just going to be like, I think their roles are going to be very small. I definitely think that it's mainly going to be uh, Margot, Margot and, Robbie and Ryan. and Ryan Gosling. If I okay. had to guess. Yeah. And then Will Ferrell, obviously, whatever yeah, yeah, he's yeah. being. Yeah. So I think that these other characters are just going to be side characters, but I could be wrong, obviously, because we don't know yeah. anything. Yeah. I mean, um, like it's either it's you're right. It's either going to be that they're like different. Like, I, that's, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, is it going to be like Margot Robbie is Barbie, but then Barbie just changes into a different Barbie and like, and that's the same character or is it going to be like, Oh no, this is Barbie, a Barbie, B Barbie, C like, there's like just different I types just of Barbies that it's not some sort of multiverse thing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, that. yeah, so yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I guess, I guess we'll see but I have to say, um, just flat out real quick. I, my overall thing. And again, I have some thoughts too about the leaks in general. I know you do as well, yeah. but I just have to say that I, will die on this hill i stand margot rob and margot robbie i do like margot robbie but i stand greta gerwig and i'm confident and i fully support this film and i know i'm gonna love it even mm. though some of the stuff seems a little like again what why is multiple barbies what was this gonna be multiverse what is this going on right and i feel like anytime that i start to like have doubt i'm like i'm gonna love this movie it's gonna I, i'm confident that it's gonna turn out amazing and i know i shouldn't get my hopes up but i'm going to because I am confident that it's going to turn out. Well, great. that's actually a great segue because it's almost like you can, you, the movie itself is already playing out in public. That's, that's, that's what also what's going on. In addition to this Emma Mackey leak or whatever, yeah. slip up, whatever you want to call it, this movie is sloppy as far in terms of like keeping the lid on it. So and like, they, I, I think that just the whole production, everybody, the stars and the way they're shooting it and what they're doing, because as we've seen over the past couple of weeks now, all these, you see Margot Robbie skating all over Venice Beach in public in front of everybody. You see them in the wacky outfits. You see, you see Will Ferrell chasing them. Like, okay, I guess there's going to, ch there's a chase scene that's going to happen. In fact, before I make a guy go on, let's actually play a quick little clip of a bystander who took a, a video of Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie being carted around Venice Beach last week in their, like, in their, in their 90s neon little outfits. neon outfits. Yeah. Let's take a look at what that looks like. So there, there it is. I mean, look, like there's no attempt to conceal them. Nothing like it's like Greta and company and the, and the studio is like, screw it. Just show everybody what the costumes look like. Show everybody what the characters look like. Let's just shoot scenes out in the open. Like there's a lot of scenes that are going on. Like Margot Robbie getting hit, hit in the butt. Ryan Gosling screaming like yes we hear Robbie's we, voice we Margot hear Robbie's Robbie. voice it's like it's just everyone it's just so like what is going on like do you guys not care about I know to, a little bit of secrecy like I, I don't even I'm not excited about this movie anymore because I've seen it already I've seen the movie okay. play out it's like I don't even give a shit what else is going on I've seen the gist of it I, I I don't know I just the whole movie is just the way it was rolled out and the way it's being filmed right now it's just it's a disaster frankly because I really do think it's taking away the, the 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 whole point of going to see a movie, especially like a movie like Barbie. You're like, oh my god! Like, you want to know what it's going to look like. You know what I mean? You want to know like these things, and you ideally, at least I would think, I'm not a film executive, but at least I would think 
you'd want to keep some of that stuff under wraps because it builds it builds excitement. And all this, even though maybe they think it's building buzz, and I guess you could argue it is because it's getting headlines, yada, yada, yada. But it's trying to the, the word is out. The cat is out of the bag on all the goods, I feel like. Right. Is that I, I just I'm not into this at, at all. OK, so I agree with you. Um, some of what you said. So I think that I don't know why they had to film at Venice Beach. I obviously must have been part of the vision. If it was, I don't know yeah. why they couldn't have blocked it off. Or, you know, speaking of Marvel, they usually have like closed sets. They wear robes. That's, that's like, what I'm I saying. That's what I'm saying. That. I don't think and all and I don't like I don't like these leaks. I don't like I mean, yeah, I'm excited for the film, but I don't like seeing the costumes. I don't like seeing unless they were like they release official photos and stuff or they have released a trailer. Like, I don't right. want to see that stuff yet. And yes, it's exciting to see it trending and stuff, but it's like too much. We're getting too much. It is. Without, it's, it's an over. It's an overload of. And of I think that they and obviously like it's not going to I'm I'm assuming it's not all set here because they had started filming like a few months ago, I believe. So right. obviously, like, I'm hoping this is just like maybe two scenes or something. Who knows? I'm hoping we're not getting like a key part in the film. Um, but still, I feel like we it, just getting one costume is a lot, um, especially for a film like this when the costuming yeah. is so important. Right. Um, what I think they should have done, and this is what I think. So I, 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 like having a tease like that's what trio trailers are for that's what you know when they release a photo you know right. they give you a taste and then you right. start but when we're getting all of this stuff it's like it's not a, i don't like that it's not official you know i i, I feel like almost it's like things we shouldn't be seeing because we shouldn't be seeing it and that's and that's, that's like, why i said earlier sloppy like this is and i don't know if it's, it, like it, they, it's obviously purposely sloppy like it's like like, yeah, like them making they they're they're, they're purposely or yeah, they're, they're like, purposely making they're purposely making these decisions to film it in Venice Beach to film it without any concealment to film it just hella out in the open and they don't care if you know Baccarat and all these other photo agencies are getting everything it's like they don't I care like and like that, I, I, I don't know that's, that all. I don't see whatever the whatever the master plan is because I think they're they're obviously doing this on purpose whatever the master plan is I don't see it. And is I it? just think it's it's not working. It's What's just not the studio? Working. Do you know what the studio? I is? think I it was. I, I, God, is it's, it Warner, it's Warner. Oh, it's Warner it Brothers. Okay, it was, Brothers. It, was, it was going to be with Sony at first, it was but now Sony, it's, right? it's okay. Warner. Now it's okay. Warner. Yeah, Warner Brothers. You would think. Think of like what they do for like comic book stuff. When any of that gets that's seen, that that shit's taken down within minutes. Yep. Okay, so I like that's a good point. I just thought it because that kind stuff gets taken down so fast. So I don't know how these public these publications and these photo agencies and, and are able to post these and not get that are allowed to i think well, and that's, the, the answer is obvious they're doing it in public and they're doing it on purpose that's the they answer shouldn't have filmed in venice i think if they wanted to do something like that they have to do it on a set i mean i mean i guess it's cool to have like it must be somewhat important i don't know to, i'm assuming it's important but like yeah it's, important it's part of the storyline or something and, and, but it's important like, enough oh, okay, to have like, all this come out but one thing that i want to point out that i think that I, they should have done so like i said i like i started to say i am in i like how you know they you know when they don't give a lot away however i think mo from what i i feel like more often than not when a film is announced or a casting is announced they have a little log line or at least something not always but often and i feel like they should have released maybe Give, I know they have two official photos, but maybe just said something like Barbie goes on an adventure, whatever, like a, a one liner, just like a one liner. And then 
people wouldn't be assuming all this stuff. And then, you know, Emma Mackey is like, I'm glad she confirmed something, but obviously she probably wasn't supposed to. And that's, and I, and that's the thing. And like, so I, I feel like they should have like, they should have released stuff officially. Like here's a, here's a, a clip of on or a behind the scenes clip of them filming, like release that on the official Twitter account right. and then release a log line and then, and then shut or not shut everything down, but like, make it so the other stuff doesn't come out or at least attempt to take the other stuff. Well, down. that's what I'm saying. Like the fact like, that give they're them, not give some official stuff and then take the other stuff down. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like the fact that they're not that doing that because yeah, it's, that's what I'm saying. It, it doesn't make any sense because they're a professional studio. So everything they're doing mean, meaning the opposite of everything you just explained is on purpose, but I don't understand the reasoning for it. Not yet at least. And like, the, again, they obviously have something in mind with all this, yeah, but I just don't see it and I don't get it. And I, I just think it's not working. So we'll we'll see. I mean, obviously, I'll see the movie when it comes out, which goes without saying, because got to see every big movie around here. But as far as the general public and just their interest in it, I, I feel like by the time the movie comes up, people are like, yeah, I don't really give a shit about Barbie. Hey, I've seen to. I've seen the chases. I've seen the costumes whatever i'll just see the rest on twitter or something you know what i mean like the whole and movie's playing out on twitter at this point it's crazy and we have to note this film i believe i'm pretty sure it comes out in july of next year hmm interesting i'm pretty sure it's july 2023 so like okay. we need like they hopefully they like when they're done filming obviously you know this stuff's going to be out there but hopefully they release again some sort of official thing to hold people over so they're not like trying to guess all this. I mean I, I mean, I think people guessing of what the film's about and stuff is cool, but they need to like release some stuff officially so then people aren't feel the need to go nuts over this hidden stuff. Totally. I agree. Leak stuff. Sorry. Right. Um, anyway, we will see what comes of it. We'll monitor. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to kind of air out my grievances with Barbie as uh, Barbie as well. Uh, yeah. With that, we'll go ahead and move on to our last segment. This one will keep short and sweet because, it, you know, what'd you see? What'd you think? Um, and... Look, like there weren't a whole lot of movies that came out this weekend in theaters. Minions was like the big one. I didn't there see were, there were, there, there, Yeah, I didn't see Minions. I'm not going to. There were other movies that I was going to attempt to go see. Um, you remember the Marcel and the Marcel the Shell? Oh yes. Remember yes. that? So there's a new movie out with that, and that, that Jenny that's Slate. Jenny Slate. Like yeah. it started out in the 2010s as like this like little mini short, like not even yeah. short films, like just little mini short YouTube segments or whatever of like the shell being hella cute and like oh you know what I use for skiing like uh, toenails or something. It's, it's it's cute. I forgot that was out. Yeah. So that movie is out and apparently it's like a whole thing. He's like, you know, Marcel's looking for the, his family, yada, yada. I, I wanted to go see it. So I could not get around to going to see it. Uh, There's other movies I wanted to try and kind of go see. There's like an Antonio Banderas movie that's out right now with uh, Penelope Cruz. It's a Spanish movie. Oh, that's been getting some good reviews, but it's like at a theater super far away. I couldn't get out there. Um, There's another one with Jessica Chastain and I forget the British actor's name. Um, he plays Q. He's Q, the new Q um, in the 007 movies. Oh, um, ben, ben, ben Whitehaw? Ben Whitehaw? No, uh, no, I forget his name, but it's Did Jessica Chastain. No, it's, not, it's oh. the older guy, the older guy. I'm sorry, not, not Q, but um, M, right? Oh, Ralph Fine. Ray Fine. Yes, Fine. There he yeah. is. Ralph yeah. Fine, correct. Him and Jessica Chastain are in this new movie the, called The Forgiven. I could not go to see that either. What I ended up doing, um, well, first of all, I saw the black phone last week. Um, and I know that's kind of old news at this point because it's already been out a full week and a half, but that movie was bad. That's all I got to say about that. It's not, it does not live up to the hype that people yeah. had for it. The black phone, Ethan Hawk and everything. It's, 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 it tries to be like this, like 
really good horror movie, but it's just, it ends up being just cheap thrills. Um, what I sort of ended up doing over the holiday weekend was just watching a ton of like 4th of July related movies. Like I saw Jaws again. That was really good. I was like, oh, because it's, it's a 4th of July movie. I saw Forrest Gump. Just because it was like, you know, Classic. it's like patriotic and stuff. Yeah. And I also saw a, a couple Tom Cruise movies, ones that I'd seen before, but I wanted to see again. Um, a Few Good Men. Love that movie. Uh, in fact, that's kind of patriotic, too, where he plays like a I think it's like a naval lawyer or something. And he's like investigating a murder. Uh, and Jack Nicholson's like, you can't handle the truth. Classic. Love that movie. Um, I also saw Eyes Wide Shut, which is like a good favorite of mine. I love Stanley Kubrick. And it's like a it's like a. It's a Tom Cruise role where it's like it's not in his usual wheelhouse. Um, but the reason I saw some Tom Cruise movies and I might watch a few more this week is because Tom Cruise turned 60 this past weekend, right before the 4th of July. Do I share a birthday with him? Yeah, you do. Actually, yeah, it's on July 3rd. That's your birthday. Yeah. Um, I, I, I need to see Born on the 4th of July, actually, because that would have been a perfect movie to see now that I think about it. I have yet to see that Tom Cruise movie. Um, but, I, you know, I've seen a ton of Tom Cruise movies over the years. And, um, you know, Magnolia is one of the, his best. I have role. seen Magnolia. Magnolia That's like, it, it's so good. I've seen very many Tom Yeah, Cruise Tom Cruise playing like the. the I need to you, watch more, but I have like seen the hype Magnolia. man. He's like, he's like, yeah. yeah. Like it, Tom Cruise is like very multifaceted. He's been in a ton yeah. of movies and he's just, he's in that. We did a story about him over the weekend uh, where the director for the new MI, the Mission Impossible movie released this like behind the scenes stunt photo oh, yes. of Tom holding on from like the airplane and basically saying like, Hey man, happy birthday. And it's just <laughs> Tom Cruise really like is a, is a, a novelty and a, a special kind of actor, especially for this generation. He's one of the yeah. last relics of like old, ho- not even old Hollywood. Cause when you say old Hollywood, that brings you back like to like black classic, and white. Stuff. Like movie yeah, star. Like he's like a classic star. Yes. That thank you for t- saying that succinctly. He yeah. is a classic grade a movie star which i would argue does not exist anymore like, like brad pitt Leo, like brad yes i'm like, saying like those yeah. like those those classic leading men mm-hmm. who are like been in a ton of movies and that don't really do a whole lot of work these days by the way brad pitt is supposedly retiring super sad um but yeah tom cruise he's on top of the world top gun passed a billion dollars at the worldwide box office yeah, that was like his first film to like it, yeah the highest, to, to, the highest to, grossing to, film highest grossing film of tom cruise for uh yeah. for the top gun sequel Totally warranted. And I just think he's, I know he's a weirdo because of the Scientology thing and that's different, but like just as a guy. The and, art from the person. Yeah. Like just, yeah, discussed. exactly. Yeah. Like, but just him as like a, an actor and his craft and just how much joy he takes in his profession. And frankly, what I think he's actually doing for the film industry right now, AKA kind of saving it total, like real life kind of superhero, in my opinion. And like, I'm, I'm I just wanted to shout out Tom Cruise for his 60th yeah. birthday. I, I watched some Tom Cruise movies. I'm going to keep watching some. Probably some I, I haven't seen. I need to, I need to see those because there's a lot. But like uh, cocktails, I've never seen cocktails. I know it's a classic, but never seen cocktails. Risky business, I've seen. Um, I've seen a lot of Tom Cruise. Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire's classic. That's classic. Like the first R-rated movie I saw when I was a kid. It's such a good movie. Show me the mic. Oh, it's just he's Tom yeah. Cruise is the best. Anyway, that's my little rant on what I saw this weekend. What did you watch, Paige? So, um, I saw Elvis again because okay. my aunt and uncle wanted I to I saw see Elvis it, too, by the way. I don't want to talk about it too much, but, uh, okay. So you saw Elvis go on. Yeah. We talked about it a lot last week. I know. Um, I know. So I don't want to rehash it. Yeah. But you didn't, you can tell me real quick. You didn't like it. Well, Austin Butler is the best thing about that movie. And I, his performance totally Oscar worthy and he became the character and I was so impressed. And honestly, speaking of casting, Taron Edgerton, terrible. Austin Butler, fantastic. Just a, whoever, whoever the saw best. the, 
whoever saw yeah. the vision for that and she, that pretty boy to uh, be well i mean he's, he, he, he was always a pretty boy austin butler's been a pretty boy his, his entire career i, feel I know like. but like but to be but to be elvis I yes mean, like, right like whoever saw that vision yeah my god like spot on the voice the the performance from him dancing I, yes the, all of it but the way the style of the movie the pacing of it i mean i don't know like and like with ba- like baz lerman movie i do that like baz lerman but i just don't think it fit this because that what I, me and like some some people I, I talked to with movies they, they were saying the same thing they're like yeah i kind of felt like it, it was like a wikipedia like kind of like just beat through beat and like you never there was no no scene ever just kind of sunk in like you never really sunk into any given scene they were in a scene and then they were out they were moving on they're going to a different scene you know what i'm saying like every scene was just rolling and rolling and nothing no scene ever really they never really sat with like Elvis. And like there next, were several. Like there were several. I mean, not, I not too many extended ones. Not too many okay. extended ones. I get what I you're saying, but yeah, I, I mean, it, I it felt, felt like it was just kind of like zipping and zipping and zipping. It just kept moving. I was like, okay. Yeah, like, I feel like there was. I mean, I feel like I do feel like. I guess it was. Now looking back, I guess there were. It was a little. I mean, I know it was fast paced, but I guess I feel like there were scenes that, like one that that really like the two that really. um actually three that really um, come to mind is like when, when Priscilla leaves him, I thought yeah, that scene yeah, was like had a stair, lot of emotional yeah, the stair, depth. The stairwell scene. The stair yeah, scene. Yeah. I wish, right. but I do think that they should have stayed with that a little longer. Yeah. Or, 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 and or, honestly, like, or even, the scene even, of them in the car. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they could have stayed with that for a little longer. Totally. Or and like, but even when even, he's talking to his dad at the end before he, right. Before, like, but even then getting say, into yeah. like, I mean, they, they, they did depict like his drug addiction and that doctor kept, but it was like so glossed over. You know what I mean? They're like, and they, they kind of just sort of alluded like, oh, yeah, Elvis is into drugs now. He's into pills. And there's all of a sudden, it was just like, but there was no like, I didn't really, I wanted like a heavier scene kind of depicting that. And there was yeah. no real heavy scene. It was just kind of quick, quick, glossing over, moving on. All right, Elvis is in drugs and we're rolling. It's like, okay, like, can we like sit with the scene for a second? Like, goddamn. But with that said, music top notch. And the best parts of the movie were when Elvis was performing, when Austin Butler was performing. And especially yeah. at the end when he was like fat Elvis. Because uh, even when even when even when Austin Butler was doing the the Vegas Elvis chapter of his life, I was like, when is he gonna get fat? Like he's still hella skinny. I want to see fat Elvis. And then finally at the end, he was like fat Elvis. And he had all the prosthetics. Yeah. And he's like singing like Unchained Melody. That was actually super emotional. But I was like, God damn, that's just so sad. Because Elvis. That's was, when I. That's when I cried. Yeah, like <laughs> Elvis was Elvis was truly just like such a talent, and it's just such a shame that. He never did the world tour that he wanted to do. He always stayed domestic. He got locked up in Vegas for bullshit. And yeah, like that sucks. It's, and I never, I never knew that actually until the movie. I didn't movie, know anything so. about Turner, uh, Turner, Colonel, uh, Colonel Tom. Yeah. Colonel, Parker. who's not even a Colonel apparently. Colonel, so yes. He's like some Colonel. Holland or some Austrian yeah. motherfucker or yeah. Anyway, yeah. but, but anyway, what else, what else did you watch besides uh, Elvis this weekend? So um, I know we're running out of time, but real quick, I did watch, um, to prepare for Love and Thunder this upcoming week. Um, well, it's yes. already Wednesday. It's already Wednesday. So <laughs> so later this week, uh-huh. um, I watched Thor um, Ragnarok, which okay. is one of my like top five favorite Thor, I'm uh, sorry, favorite MCU films. Right. And, you know, it was the first one that Taika did. You know, it's campy. It's funny. It's odd. It's completely different from other MCU films. It really stands out. Um I like the new characters. I like everything. I've, I've watched it so many times and I've still last night, I was like cracking up because there's so many things that I think the jokes still are funny a couple years later, a right. couple, it's been a few few years later. It's been out for, for a couple, a few years now. Right. Um, this is like before end game before, I think it before black Panther even too. So it's, it's been out for a while. I think it was 2017, but anyways, the jokes still, 
I still think they still um, are just as funny today. But maybe that's just me. However, you know, apparently, if you like this one, it's similar. Obviously, Taika wrote wrote and directed um, Love and Thunder. Um, yeah, the, but it's just getting say, kind of it's the reviews are up. are coming in mixed essentially. Yes. That's the, the, the reviews for Love and Thunder are out. The movie's coming out this weekend. The reviews are already out. It's mixed. It doesn't have that great of a Rotten Tomatoes yeah. score. I think it's like sixty nine or seventy like percent. It's like seventy one. Right, I tried right before we started. Um, I gotta say podcast. that's not great. For it's like seventy one, whereas, whereas Ragnarok was ninety three. Yeah, and I, I was reading some so of the I'm reviews. I'm like, damn it. Like, how is it going to be that big of a difference? I was reading some of the reviews, and I, I actually tweeted about Me this too. yesterday. People were saying that it's just a ton of gags, a ton of, like, extended bits, and a ton of just, and, like, stupid little quippy jokes and shit. Like, just them trying to be funny, funny every scene. It's like, can we just, well, like, the thing can that, we just, like, do a Thor scene or, like, a, a regular? And I was just okay. like, like I'm not, a, I'm not a Thor guy. I'm not a Marvel guy, but... I was happy to hear that Thor, the new Thor, apparently is bad. That's what they're saying. That's not. It's not great. Of course, you're happy about it. Yes. Well, uh, <laughs> but I have to say because that's what what Thor Ragnarok did so well is it really had, in my opinion, it really had the balance between the humor and the and the campy and the yeah. with, with with traditional MCU things. You have to have that in there. You know, there was Hello, um, Kate Kate Blanchett was the villain, and she was a great villain. They had yeah. that. They had that balance. They had the fight scenes. They had Thor being Thor. In, in in mixed in with the humor. Right. But it seems like from what I've read too that this that Thor one. Love and Thunder, it's like it's short. It's like under two hours, which yep. is short for a Marvel film. Yep. It's like an hour and forty or something like that. Something like that. And then apparently there wasn't enough of like Gore the God Butcher, um, Christian Bale's character. I think I yeah. read something along those lines. Which is a shame like, because people People were praising. I was so excited for that. Like we yeah. need a lot of that. Like so, I'm like so. It seems like what I liked about Thor Ragnarok, the balance is not just going to be the same. And yeah, if anything, it's just going to be just a we'll bunch see. of goofballs just being yeah. goofballs throughout the whole movie. And also, I mean, like we'll. I'm going to see the movie. We'll talk about it properly next week. Yeah. Uh, but it, it uh, once again, speaking of Marvel, it just really. I think this solidifies Kevin Feige. It, either he doesn't know what he's doing, or he's like pretending like he knows what he's doing. But in either in, in any case. There's no direction. Like, what is going Phase on with Marvel? Like, what the hell are you guys mess. doing right now? Like, what is we'll, who's the big bad? What is happening? Why do I? Why should I care about any of this? What is going on? Like, and we'll, thus far, it sounds like Kevin Feige is screwing the pooch on that. But we will see. We'll talk about more about that next time. We've talked yes. about it a little bit with um, Multiverse of Madness, but we'll talk. We'll um, refer back to that and add more to that next week after we watch Thor: Love and Thunder. Totally. So with that, that's a great way to get out. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. Check us out on Spotify. YouTube, um, iHeart, Apple. We're on the website too. Also, I want to encourage people respond in the comments, and we will actually oh, yes. go, we will go out Please. of our way and actually address the some comments. comments. We will yes. go out of our way to do Please. that. That's a new thing we're going to try to do. Yeah. So fire away, good or bad. We're happy yeah. to hear it all. We'll take the criticism. We'll take the praise. Give us, give us whatever you're thinking. Totally, and we will uh, check in with you guys next time. Take it easy. Bye.